instead of even something like this rain is terrible, say it's raining. So you're not judging it. It's, it, it's, it, it, it's raining. It is. It is what it is. She is who she is. He is who he is. There's beauty in that. I can find the beauty in someone or I can find the judgment in someone. I can find the beauty in someone or I can find the judgment and I can judge them. I can find beauty or I can find faults. Which are you choosing to look when you see other people? Hey, it's Emily here, and I am so grateful for you tuning in to this episode. From building and maintaining a nine-figure sales organization to speaking around the globe and now creating the It's Emily Lifestyle blog, thank you for being a part of my journey. My mission is to provide you with the wisdom, the skills, the encouragement, the tactical strategies, and inspiring stories while we continue to become purposeful entrepreneurs and leaving a positive impact in each other's lives as we're called to do so. So with that being said, it's time to de-plug from your outside world and plug into your new world here. So let's dive in. How much do you care about what people think of you? No, really, I want you to think to yourself right now and really ask yourself this question. Do you stop pursuing a certain thing in your life? Maybe it's a career choice, clothing choice. Maybe it's ending a bad relationship, a bad one to you. It's a bad one. Maybe it's a certain place you live because you are afraid of what people think of you. How much space is rented in your head because you are so concerned about how people view you, how people think of you. How much greatness has not been birthed out of you or how much have you edited yourself and and maybe not created that social media post or maybe, you know, not created that brand or maybe not fully played at 100% in building your business because you are still afraid of what people might think of you. Who does she think she is? Who does he think he is? Maybe it's a programming. Maybe it's a way you've been brought up that, you know, you were told to go to traditional schooling and in your heart, in your desires, maybe you're an artist. Maybe you want to create instead of go the traditional route. I want you to really think about this for your own life. How much of your life has been edited because of the fear of what other people will think? This is something so deep to think about. And oftentimes what I've found is people are in the busy buzz of life. They're in this madness of, you know, trying to keep things afloat. They're trying to raise the kids. They're trying to be a a good, you know, uh, friend. They're trying to be creative. They're trying to do all these things. But what I find is a lot of times people don't normally assess this. They don't really stop and think, gosh, how much am I editing my life for other people? How much am I looking for approval from other people. 
So my intention in our time together today is to really help you to overcome what people think of you. Now, this is something that will never completely leave any of us. In fact, it's human nature to care about what people think of us. I mean, I care about how much you receive this this episode right now. I care about, you know, the style that I wear. I care about, you know, so many different things, and that's human nature. But when it takes over and it takes over, you know, you acting who you really are, when it takes over your life decision, that's when it becomes a problem. So I want you to really think to yourself, what things in your life have you stopped pursuing because you are so afraid of what people think of you? I love this quote that I heard. If I wouldn't invite someone into my house, I shouldn't let them into my head. I'll say that again. If I wouldn't invite someone into my house, I shouldn't let them in my head. I know it's easier said than done. Social media has opened up our heads so just about any trespasser can wander in. Whether you're viewing it, whether you're getting weird comments from people. However, the real problem is not technology. It's human nature. We are wired to care about what others think of us. And I love this from Roman Stoic philosopher Marcus Aurelius. He observed this about 2,000 years ago. And he said this, We all love ourselves more than other people, but care more about their opinions than our own, whether they are friends, strangers, or enemies. This tendency may be natural, but this can drive us wild if we let it. This can stop us from pursuing our greatness if we let it. This can stop us from living a life that is filled with radical authenticity. Other people's influence on your opinions about the world pales in comparison to their influence on your opinion of yourself. So what I'd rather have you focus on and what I focus on is what is the opinion of myself? How do I feel about myself when my head hits the pillow? Am I living a life that is filled with truth and love? Or am I living a life that is for approval? Approval of the world, approval of other people. What I think, (laughs) what I think people might and want to see of me. What I think that my family should expect of me, right? And what happens is, you know, like I said, we all have this to an extent, but, you know, I have spoken and coached people that, I mean, this is a real mental illness. This is a real issue. In fact, uh, psychologists have even called this, it's like, allodexophobia or something like that. I'm probably butchering it. But really what this is, is a, is a fear that, you know, like I said, is a, is a real mental illness that, you know, it affects the basic competence 
of people because they're not able to complete ordinary tasks. They're not able to live their life because they are so concerned about what other people think of them that when it comes to decision-making, it's very difficult to make decisions. It's very difficult to execute on just about anything. Now, if you're listening, maybe you have this to a degree, right? Um, but let's dive in. Let's dive into a few different ways and, and steps, if you will, that you can really think about as you evolve in your consciousness of really thinking to yourself, do I really care what people think? What is the severity of that? Okay. So I, I'm just going to remind you first that no one cares. Okay. No one cares. And, you know, I, I think we, we think people care, right? But not to the extent that they do. They don't. I'm going to tell you right now that people are more concerned about themselves. They are, right? And so maybe, you know, you have stopped yourself from moving to a different state. You've stopped yourself from starting a different career because you really think that someone else cares, but they maybe they have an opinion on it, but that doesn't mean that they really care as much as you think that they do, right? Um, people are concerned about themselves. At the end of the day, that is how it goes, no matter what, okay? So if you just remind yourself that no one cares and everybody else is just trying to get through the day, everyone else is just trying to make ends meet, everyone else is just trying to figure out their life and you realize that I know you think you're like super important, which maybe you are and hopefully you are to a couple people that love you, but you're definitely um, not sitting at the forefront of people's mind 24-7 with their opinions. Whether you think it or not, that is not how it goes. Nobody cares. I'm also going to remind you that, you know, this is a shame thing. Oftentimes we think so much and care so much about what people think of us because of shame. Because a fear of shame is frequently what lurks behind our excessive interest in others, in others' opinions. We should confront our shame directly. Sometimes a bit of shame is healthy. It totally is such as us saying something that is hurtful to another person and if we're impatient, if we're crabby. But often it's frankly ridiculous, such as being ashamed for accidentally doing something or just living your life a certain way because that's your truth. Maybe it's a belief you have. Maybe it's a style choice you have. Uh, maybe it's a way you teach others. Maybe it's a way you lead others. And, you know, what I'd say to this is, is really think about and ask yourself, you know, what am I hiding that I'm a little embarrassed about? So maybe it's you really want to be a, a network marketer. You really want to be an entrepreneur. You really want to create something. Maybe you want to create canvases. I don't know, canvases to sell on Etsy. And that's your real passion. That's your real calling, okay? But you went to school for nursing. And so, you know, you've never really opened up. You've never pursued wanting to create canvases to sell on Etsy, 
because you're so afraid of what people will think. Oh, she went to school for this long. She's going to change careers, right? It was just so silly. But a lot, oftentimes what I find is when we're not being true to ourselves, when we're conforming to the world, there's a great deal of shame. So we're hiding something that maybe we're embarrassed about it. We've created this illusion. We've created this story that we should be embarrassed. And it's just, it's just, it's a story is what it is, first of all, that you've told yourself. But I have found over and over again that when people question themselves, when people feel like they, they cannot live authentically, when they cannot walk in their truth, when they are not in flow state, it's because oftentimes they're hiding something they're a little embarrassed about. So I would ask you and I would encourage you to resolve whatever it is that you are embarrassed about. Maybe, maybe it's a way that you're living your life. Maybe, maybe you're divorced and you're, you got divorced and you know, you're afraid to show up now because you, you, your old identity was tied to your, your past. And in reality, maybe you're a single man or a single woman now and and maybe you're not showing up, you're not living your life now because you're, you're literally so, uh, you're in shame. You're, you're so sad. You can't believe you got a divorce, right? Um, so you're a little embarrassed about it. So the shame is holding you back from showing up the way that that is the truth, your current truth, right? I mean, I know personally that, you know, there's been periods where, where I've had shame, um, just about my personal relationships and I really wasn't showing up at a hundred percent, like, like I meant to show up. I was editing myself. I was questioning myself and there's a time and a place for all that when you're going through healing, of course, but eventually we need to just come out and live our truth. Eventually, you know, we, we must do that. Otherwise, we're going to be caring so much what other people think that we never move on with our lives. We never move on with our lives. So what are you embarrassed about? What do you need to release and not hide it anymore? How can you show up? as your authentic self. And, you know, this is a level of freedom that is extraordinary. When you can say, this is my dream. This is my purpose. This is my passion. This is what ignites me. This is my calling. And I'm going to be unapologetic about it. I'm not going to be shameful about it. This is what I want. You know, and, and I work with a lot of people in, in our network marketing team where they finally find a vehicle, a business that they're passionate about. They find a, a way that they could design their life and not trade time for money. They find all these things. They, they find results from, from products, from health transformations. But then when it comes to completely showing up and, and just being in their business and building their business and b just crushing their business, they completely hold themselves back 
because for some reason they have a shame story for wanting more for their life. They, they feel, they almost feel bad for living their life out loud. They feel bad for being ignited. They feel bad for being so excited. They feel bad for finding something that is actually going to fulfill their hopes and dreams if they pursue it. So they dumb themselves down, they edit themselves constantly, and they live in shame. Do you know anyone like that? (laughs) So this was one of the things I had to face in the beginning of my journey as becoming an entrepreneur. You know, because traditionally I went to school for massage. And, you know, that was my career choice at the time. So I suddenly pivoted when I found a real way to make wealth and I had to quickly confront my shame story. Okay. What are you a little embarrassed about? Maybe it's your weight loss journey. Maybe you just started it and and you're like, I'm not where I want to be, but you're so in shame of where you currently are that it's causing you to hide. It's causing you to hide. So ask yourself, what are you embarrassed about? What are you hiding? And go to work to resolve this. Go to work on yourself. Because once you do that, and it's constant and it's evolution, you will be able to show up as yourself without editing yourself, without caring what people think of you. Because you are now living in your truth. Rebel against your shame. Rebel against it. This is game changer. This is absolute game changer. What else I would tell you to get out of your head and to stop caring what other people think? What else I would tell you is to simply stop judging others. And you might be thinking, what? I thought we were talking about being concerned what people think of me. And yes, I am. But what I have found is the people that constantly judge, 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 judge your sister-in-law for moving the family across the country because I don't know why she did that. She moved everybody away from the family. Why did she do that? When you judge someone else for following their calling, when you judge someone else for going through a relationship change and you never were sitting in the relationship yourself, so you don't even know what that person went through. When you judge someone else for not having kids, when you judge someone else for having five kids, when you judge someone else for a religion they choose to practice, when you judge someone else because they you know, aren't at the same exact uh, pace as you are, the same competency as you are, if I can even say the word, right? (laughs) When you judge someone else because they don't live by your standards, when you judge someone else because they have purple hair and you wouldn't dare, when you judge someone else because they have tattoos and, and you don't understand why someone would put that on your body, when you judge someone else because they live their life out loud and you just can only see the fault in them. You can only, you know, you decide to look for the bad because secretly inside of you, you wish that you could be more like that. And you're envious, you're envious of another person. What happens when you judge, you end up judging yourself even more. And 
a, a huge reason and and I believe why I am able to not give a rats what people think of me is because I follow the leadership of certain people. So one being, and you know, whatever you believe is awesome. I believe I'm a Christian. I believe in Jesus. And, you know, I look at his leadership and he, he loved everyone. He completely lived his life in the state of love, even those that betrayed him, even those that hurt him, even those that judged him. I'm sure we know that, right? He chose to love them. Okay. And I live my life in that way. And yes, I fall short. I, uh, sin just like everyone else. Right. Um, but what I try to do is see beauty in other people, because when I choose to see beauty in other people, what it does is, is it allows me to see beauty in myself because I'm not constantly judging others. You know, Jesus taught this, judge not that ye be not judged. It says that in a really good book. Whoever judges others digs a pit for themselves. Whoever judges others digs a pit for themselves. This is what the Buddha said. Maybe you think you'll face God's punishment or karma for holding harsh opinions of others, but these lessons are just as important while we're on earth. Okay, so I do believe it's also karma. I do. When you judge, 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 you're going to end up judging yourself. So if you are recovering from judging others, if you are, you know, trying so hard to work on this, okay, if if this is something you are working on day in and day out, well, I first of all commend you for that, for being conscious, but I would give you an activity is to set a day in the week maybe it's Sunday, okay, where you, you basically say and, and decide that you're going to judge nothing, okay? And instead, just observe, just merely observe. Instead of even something like this rain is terrible, say it's raining, so you're not judging it. It's, it, it's, it, it. it's raining. It is. It is what it is. She is who she is. He is who he is. There's beauty in that. I can find the beauty in someone or I can find the judgment in someone. I can find the beauty in someone or I can find the judgment and I can judge them. I can find beauty or I can find faults. Which are you choosing to look when you see other people? Okay. Because what you focus on expands. So which are you choosing to see? I choose to see beauty in people. I choose to see what I admire about people. I choose to see people for their uniqueness. So going back to this activity, what if you just observe? Instead of saying, that guy cut me off in traffic, what a jerk, and just completely changing your state? What if you just 
observe and, and, and choose to look at it differently instead of judging it and just say, gosh, he must have been in a hurry. I know this is difficult, but it's strongly refreshing. It's so refreshing to live your life this way. You will start to relieve yourself from constantly judging others. And you will feel so refreshed. And you'll be less worried about being judged yourself. This is just how it works. It's how it works. I know, I just cracked the code for you. So next time you go to judge someone, think again. Because if, if that's how you're living, you know, and, I, and I, I have acquaintances like this where, you know, I'll get around them and all they want to do is like talk about other people. All they want to do is gossip. All they want to do is judge. And they're the people that never post on social media. They never create anything epic. They're just literally questioning themselves up and down all around. So I really want you to try this activity. And I want to remind you, when you care about people's approval, constantly, you will be their prisoner. I have learned that the prisoner, being in the prison actually, of others, like literally being in their prison, is actually built by me. I actually created that. It's maintained by me. It's guarded by me. So when I'm in prison, I built that. When I was going through a transition in my life, I was building the the prison. I was creating it because I had guilt and shame around the perception of how things would look. I built that prison. I maintained it. I maintained that prison for years, years, years of my life. And I guarded it. Care about other people's approval and you will be their prisoner. Disregard what others think. Disregard. And guess what? The prison door will open. Because they're not in your life. They don't know the intricacies, the wiring, the framework of how God has built you. They don't know what has been birthed inside of you. They don't know what's happening in your four walls. They don't know when a relationship starts and when it should end. They don't know that it's, it's normal for people every decade to change careers. They don't know that maybe you did a career path just because you thought that that was what you were supposed to do and you didn't do deep work and you pursued a career and then you got in it and realized it's not really what you want. They don't know. So disregard what others think and you will open the prison door. The prison that we create for ourselves, you'll open it up when you disregard what others think. 
if you are stuck in the prison of shame and of judgment, remember that you hold the key to opening that prison door. If you are stuck in the prison of shame and judgment, remember that you hold the key to opening that prison door. You hold the key. I hold the key. We are choosing to stay in shame. We are choosing to maintain these feelings. We are choosing to guard these feelings. We are choosing to care more about people's approvals. We are choosing to put ourselves in prison. How batshit crazy is that? It's crazy. It's crazy. It's time to open the door. It's time to get the key and unlock it and to face your shame story and to, and to realize that you have created an illusion, a story, and maybe there's an ounce of it that's true. And maybe you're saying, Emily, but I have family, I have friends, I have people that constantly you know, are putting me down or you feel like you're not able to express yourself with those people. And I'm going to tell you that you need to identify people who appreciate you for who you are. You need to identify people that appreciate you for who you are. And if you are friends with Susie from fifth grade and all she does is judge others. And when you're with her, you feel less than, and you feel like she's constantly dodging, talking about things, creating things, talking about, you know, asking you real questions about what you're doing with your life. And instead, all she wants to do is bring you down. Then you need to find new friends because isn't, isn't it worth it? Isn't it worth it to invest our life and invest our friendships and invest our time in people that see the beauty in us and people that want to extract and pull greatness out of us? Isn't it worth it to edit our lives frequently? Isn't it? Because sometimes our own family, sometimes our, our business partners, they are the ones that are making you feel constantly judged because they don't truly support you for who you are. Don't waste your time trying to hang around those people that expect you to conform to their wishes and their wants. Don't, don't do it. Now I am privileged that I was raised by a single mom who had three of us who really has been open of how we live our life. She, she is a, a guide for us. She loves us. She supports us, but we could not be all, you know, we're so different. We're so different. We're so different. My siblings and I, you know, we'd, you'd line us up and you'd be like, oh my gosh, how are they even related? Maybe we kind of sim- look a little bit alike, but so different. I mean, my brother's a pilot. Um, he has three kids, happily married. Uh, my sister's a teacher, happily married. Uh, we, uh, you know, I don't, I, I don't know what I do. I'm just kidding. But what I'm saying here is, you know, 
we have been raised in a family where, and I don't know if my mom intentionally planned this. I think she was so busy trying to uh, make money to put food on the table. Um, but she really just wanted us to do our best in all love all do your best and explore be like literally explore and, 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 and find yourself that way. You know, I did dance, I did cheerleading. I ended up pursuing volleyball. Um, when I was young, I was, I, I was class president. I got really involved in the inner workings of my school. But then after school, I was like, mom, I really don't want to go to college. Like I, I literally don't. And even though, you know, my brother and sister both went to great colleges, she was like, you know, I totally get it. What's it, what's it like a vocation thing you can do? And then we'll go from there. And she just met me where I was at. And there wasn't this expectation of, oh, you need to go to this four-year college or you need to do that. It was, hey, what are what do you want to try? What do you want to do? And so she, she just cultivated uh, a, an experience for me growing up where I could be myself, okay? It's just so important that, you know, and I'm not a parent, but if you're raising kids that I would imagine you're trying to do the same because I guarantee, I mean, you could have two kids and maybe one of them's book smart, one of them street smart, you know, they're all different. What does this have to do with not caring what people think of you? Well, a lot of our past ties, okay, the way we were raised is, is really affecting us in our current state of caring what people think and relationships are a huge part of this. So you want to find your tribe. You want to find a group that appreciates you for who you are. And I have a group of girlfriends like this in LA and it's just so fun when we get together because everyone is so unique, but everyone is just like, there's just not judgment. There's just not judgment. And everyone's just just on their own journey evolving and, you know, doesn't mean we're not there to encourage each other to play bigger because we certainly are, but we're definitely, you know, accepting of who each other is. And, and, and that way we, we, we don't feel judged and we can show up as our authentic selves. Brene Brown says this and daring greatly. Because true belonging only happens when we present our authentic and perfect selves to the world. Our sense of belonging can never be greater than our level of self-acceptance. I'll say that again. Our sense of belonging can never be greater than our own level of self-acceptance. So it really does come from loving ourselves, accepting ourselves, facing our shame, knowing oneself, get to know yourself, get to know yourself. What do you really like? What do you really want? What do you really want? How do you want to feel? How do you want to feel? When you wake up, how do you want to feel when you go to bed? How do you want to feel throughout your day? Do you want to feel like I feel right now when I talk to you? I feel like I'm just flowing and going and I'm just having this beautiful conversation and I'm not editing myself for you. I'm just telling you what's up. I'm telling you my experience and, I, and it feels, 
I feel so blissful in this state. I feel great. How do you want to feel? How do you want to feel when you wake up in the morning? Do you want to feel like your brain is like a hundred pounds and you, you, you cannot seem to think straight because you're so in your head. And when you get in your head, you're dead. Or do you want to feel light and airy? Are you making choices about your career, about your relationships and pastimes even because you want them or because they'll please you? Or are you doing it because you want to impress? You want to impress someone else. I will tell you right now, I don't do what I do to impress people. I do what I do selfishly to fulfill my needs. Tony Robbins talks about the six human needs. And mine are growth and contribution. So, you know, I'm doing this to fulfill my human needs while I'm on this earth. It's not to impress other people. It certainly isn't. It's not to impress someone in my life because, to be quite frank, a lot of people in the past, my past life, they don't play a bigger game as me, and they always, you know, Emily's, Emily's always striving. Emily's doing this, and they, they just don't get it. They don't get it because we're not wired the same, and that's fine. But are you making choices about your career, about your relationship? about your pastimes because you want them or because they'll impress someone else. Allow yourself to try new things and wonder, what would I pursue or enjoy if I wasn't so worried about being judged? What would I pursue or enjoy without being so worried about being judged. That's what I'll leave you with, my friends. Thank you for this time together. I hope it opens something up inside of you. I hope it unlocks something inside of you. I hope it provokes something inside of you and causes you to really look at how much you care about what others think. Because remember, they don't care as much as you think. And this is a story you've created in your head. And you deserve to live a life that is true to you. Because when you live a life that is true to you, when you live a life with pure authenticity, your frequency will be so much higher. You'll have so much more energy. You will create so much more. And ultimately, you will live with so much more happiness. I love you and please share this with someone that you feel like has been editing themselves all the time for other people. I'm so grateful you've listened all the way through as that right there, my friend, says a lot about your commitment to your personal empowerment. If you truly found value in this podcast, then screenshot this podcast right now, put it on your Instagram stories and tag me at it's Emily, as I'd love to see you taking that step to empower others. Remember to also go leave a comment on what your biggest takeaway 
was from this episode on my most recent post on Instagram. Within two hours of this podcast dropping, we always pick two random winners every Sunday and gift each winner a $50 Amazon gift card. Lastly, it means the world if you take just 10 seconds to share the same takeaway in the review section on iTunes as it really helps amplify this podcast to more people. Remember to always spread light, spread love, and pay it forward, my friends. I believe in you.